You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, here we go, Shime Time. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Oh, it's officially a game seven weekend. First time ever, Chris Scheim, the Bruins and Celtics playing in game sevens on back-to-back days. Bruins today, Celtics tomorrow, thanks to an epic Jason Tatum performance. What's going on, big boy? I I am thrilled. Celtics got a massive W last night. Uh, they dominated that game, too. I, I felt like that game never got out of hand. I don't think they lost the lead after like the, the second quarter. Um, and so they were just totally in control. They were hitting every three imaginable outside of Grant Williams and Al Horford, of course. Uh, <laughs> but I, I loved that game. That game was a lot of fun last night. I'm excited for a game seven. And look, I, I think this is the, at this point, like we can, I think, and I tweeted this last night, and a lot of people agreed, we're done having the yo-yo thing of, is Tatum a top five player, is he not? Yeah. Like, there are, I don't know, five players in the league that can go into Milwaukee last night against the defending champs and be the best player on the court. And that fourth quarter, I watched again this morning with my kids, it's too late to stay up to watch it. It's just epic, whether you want to go with like the, the out-of-bounds two-second sideline fadeaway, he had a similar one, like a little, little jab step, two-step fadeaway. He had those threes in the wing where it looked like Ray Allen was on the wing. Shime, he's he's one of the best players in the league, whether they win this series or not. And he proved that to me. And I'm done doing this thing of is he or isn't. He? At least that's that's how I view it going forward. I'm going to judge him that way. Yeah. But he's one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah, I, I think you should judge him accordingly. Like, I don't yep. think there's any more dancing around that needs to be done. He is one of the best players in the NBA, and it's not even a question. He's a legitimate superstar in this league, and it's going to be that way for the next 10 years, hopefully, if you're the uh, Boston Celtics. Because that guy came out last night. He was a man on a mission. He was not losing that game. In an elimination game where everything is on the line, Jason Tatum had his best game of the series, bar none. After people said his 34 points were kind of hollow in game five, he came out and gave you 46 legitimate points across the board, and he was awesome. He was awesome. Uh, They cut the lead to four there in the fourth quarter. It felt like game five all over again, and Tatum came down, made that unbelievable inbounds play, the Larry Bird-type play on the sideline. Yep. He had a three, two possessions after that. Like, they, as you said, they weren't losing. I thought Smart's 46 points, excuse me, uh, uh, Tatum's 46 points was the story. All-time self-performance. Put it up there with anything you ever saw Larry Bird do. And you saw Paul Pierce did. Jason Tatum did that last night. I thought Marcus Smart played a huge game, Sean. Come back he had game some monster him. threes. And he was asked to play defense on Giannis at times. And I thought he did a very good job, a really good Marcus Smart. Yeah, I agree. I think Marcus, I mean, he had zero turnovers in the game, right? He was he was like, he had 20 plus, 5, and 7, and he had zero Ooh. turnovers. You can't ask more of a guy, like a secondary player on your team. You, you just can't. And then Jalen Brown tacks on another 22, which I think is the difference in this game, right? You saw Tatum and Giannis going back and forth points-wise. But at the yep. end of the day, it's it's the rest. It's who they have around them. And the Celtics just have better other guys. Like Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart are just better than Drew Holiday and Pat Connaughton and Brooke Lopez and Wesley Matthews. Like the Celtics are the better team in this series without Chris Middleton on the floor. And they are they showed that last night. 
Yeah, Connaughton was really good, too. He was the only guy that Giannis had. It's funny. I wrote that down, Shime. Giannis had no real help. None. And, and Tatum did. And that's the other thing. Like, we'll get to the, the betting side, which actually worked out well for us. Yes. Uh, in game six. Like, the resolve they showed. They end up going. get They lose an epic game five. All-time crusher. Two days of people wondering if this team can do it. They're going to choke this thing away. And their response is, like you said, they were the better team almost beginning to end outside of Giannis. And that, that's a pretty ballsy response to what the way they lost in game. That's what you want to see out of a young team, right? That's the other thing about this Celtics yep. team that people don't really recognize is how young this team is. Outside of Al Horford, all these guys are – you know, don't have a, a ton of playoff experience, don't have just a ton of experience in general, and, and they are stepping up to the occasion when when it matters most. Um, from a gambling standpoint, that's why we're all so excited this yes, morning. Not only on our first Saturday edition of uh, BetQL Boston, but the, the bets came home. Like we both said yesterday, we like the Celtics. Yep. I told you my favorite bet was the under, and the first quarter I thought I was dead. I was watching the game with Brian Barrett at the station and said, well, this was another dumb total bet. <laughs> Then in the third quarter, literally, or second quarter, the Celtics scored five points in five minutes. The Bucs did not score. And from halftime on, the under felt like it was no shot it was going to lose. So we gave you the under heavy last night. I think the only thing we fell short on, did Jalen Brown fall one point short he of fell, his player he prop He fell last night? one point short of oh. his player prop. And, and, and he had two free throws at the end oh. of the game. And it was just like, nah, it's fine. It doesn't matter. And I was like, oh. come on. Uh, so he was, I, I, I mean, he was four of seven from the line last night. If he hits one of those, we're in oh. great shape, but even, even still like, it's okay. All things considered, we hit the under Celtics win. We were very confident in the Celtics win. I think that was the thing we were yep. most, most, uh, confident in. Uh, I regret not going in on Tatum points. I, I thought Tatum, there was a chance in somewhere deep in the, in the crevices of my brain that, that Tatum would crumble, and he did not. He didn't crumble at all. Instead, he stood tall, and he stood strong. And so uh, next time that he faces elimination, I may need to take that into consideration. Uh, that would be tomorrow. That would and we'll be get tomorrow. to tomorrow's game tomorrow. The early look-ahead line, uh, Celtics are a five-point favorite. It's some five-and-a-half somewhere. Uh, it's minus 110. Not a lot of betting so far in this game. They're minus 210 on the money line. If you think the Bucs are going to win, you get them at plus 176 on the money line. The total uh, is 208 and a half. I don't know if I'm going to be able to stomach the five, but, I mean, it's back in Boston. They've been great in Boston off the Tatum game. It feels like they're going to the Eastern Conference final shine. Yeah. We sit here today. I mean, odds makers seem to think the same thing, right? If it's if it's minus 210, like they're telling you, that the Celtics are pretty yeah. relatively heavy favorites in this to win outright. And so I, I think that's what I'll probably do. I'll probably find a way to get the money line incorporated in a same-game parlay with just one other stat or one other player prop that I really like and, and try and roll with that and get like a nice even money to plus 150 bet in. Well, I did do the math on this, and so we'll, we'll get to it after the Bruins game because there is a potential Game 7 parlay if you want. You are yes. famous for – the all Boston parlays and the now defunct uh, Dale and Keefe show. Correct. That's all you would do is hand out Boston parlays with Anderson. I did the math on this. I'm sure you did too. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but we're here not only to recap an epic Celtics win, Jason Tatum, top five player. Let's stop the debate, but the Prince of pucks is going to get us home here. Woo! Game seven, NHL Stanley cup, not one, not two, but three of those today. Home teams are three, and zero in this series uh, each it's game seven in the barn there in Carolina. Yep. Uh, plus one and a half on the puck line for the Bruins is minus 235. They are plus 112-ish in the money line. I'm using FanDuel's odds. Uh, so they use that two there at the end. Over-under is five and a half, and there is some money coming in on the under, which I hate to see after Shime talked me into betting only overs yeah, this the rest is, of the year in the NHL playoffs. 
You were leaning Bruins yesterday. It's game seven. You were 4-0 in your pucks picks for game six. The Prince of Pucks, we need help. What do we do in game seven this afternoon? Bruins and Kings. Yeah, so Mud, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Bruins money line. Off the bat, I'm going Bruins money line. Uh if we get it at plus one fifteen. I also like the three-way money line. I don't think this game goes to overtime. People are thinking for some reason that just because it's a game seven, all of a sudden it's gonna be close. No game in this series has been close. It just doesn't play out like that. One team dominates, one team doesn't. That's just how it has been. All six games, it is going to be how it is in game seven. It's the same thing in the Toronto Maple Leaf series. Uh, which we may get to in, in a couple minutes as well, because I may have a couple addendum picks. Uh, ooh, but, ooh. but I am all over the Bruins money line tonight. I think at plus one fifteen, this is the best value. I think the Bruins showed you why they're the best team uh, in Game Six, right? They just have better talent. I think. I think overall, Carolina is probably a little deeper. They're faster. But I think the Bruins can bang. I think the Bruins play really well when they play behind the net against this team. They force them to to kind of collapse down in. It doesn't allow them to get deep into transition, which is what Carolina is so good at, that transition offense. And so, in my opinion, I think the Bruins are the better team. And I'm going over. This number is way too low. The fact that they moved this off of 6-6.5 six, six is dumb. No game in the series, I don't think, has hit under 5.5. Uh, so, I, I, am, I am over 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 in this uh without even a question i'm not gonna hesitate i'm gonna go bruins money line in the over you talked me into the over like i i, I talked about that with uh people on betql weekend i told them my guy chris scheim uh says bet the overs in these playoffs so i'm already in on the over at five and a half the sharp money's on the under 53 percent of the bets 70 percent of the money that's how and it was in game six the- too and i didn't get that i know you and that's I, I bought into that hype and now i'm not i'm buying the prince of pucks is going to drive me home here in the NHL playoffs, I'm trying to pull up. Uh, am I going to get to it here? I'm not going to get to it. Because even it, so, even when you look around the NHL playoffs, the couple of games that were close. So last night, you got a couple of games that were actually really close. The Rangers-Pittsburgh game was 3-3 three to three, late in the third period. And the uh, Panthers-Capitals actually went to overtime. But that game was 4-3, to three, a win in overtime. And the Rangers-Pittsburgh game ended up being a 5-3 to three win, even though it was tied with three minutes left in the game. So that's the thing. These games don't go under. The, the refs are making too many calls, adding too many special play, uh, special teams opportunities, and, and getting too many power play goals. That's just what it is. And again, we still have hours before this game, but looking at the Action Network, they show you the public betting across the different uh, major sites. I mean, the Hurricanes are getting hammered. 80% of the bets on the puck line, 90% of the money. Yeah. Money line right now, 65% of the bets, 95% of the money. And I said the other day, I, I the, the trends were all – Hurricanes and under the other day, and it went Bruins and over. I'm not afraid to go back to the the over here. I'm not as confident as you are. You think the Bruins are better? I think Carolina in that building is just a different animal. So I'm Fair. not. I'm a little bit scared of the actual game itself. But you've talked me into the five and a half over. And, and, and again, that, that bet's that bet's made. I'm, I, there's no canceling that thing. Yeah, we are you, in on the over to start the you, day. Today. You see this? You see these trends too with the money as a smart gambler. A lot of the time, you can wait if you are like me, very confident in the Bruins. You can wait yeah. till closer to game time. You might get a better number. It might only be five cents on the dollar. You might only get it to plus one twenty or even plus one twenty five. But hey, you're still making a couple extra pennies there. So I, I think it's worth waiting on the Bruins money line at least, but hammer that over as soon as you can. Any, uh, any player props? Uh, no, no player props in this one. I'm just going Bruins in the over. Uh, I, I just, I, Convic- Carolina. Do hear, folks, do you hear the conviction? Yeah, this is just like game six. Yep. This is why they're delivering a new TV to Shime's apartment today <laughs> because he was so solid 
on the Bruins uh, puck line at almost two to one. You are locked in on Bruins three way. Get this thing done. Today. Yeah, I think the Bruins have this. I think they can. I, 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 I'm staying away from player props for the reason that they have struggled in Carolina. So I just don't have a feel for who's going to be good. If I lean anywhere, I'm looking at Brad Marchand props again. Like this guy has been a machine all series. If there's going to be anybody in in game seven to step up, it's going to be Brad Marchand. It, he has, he's done it every other time in, in throughout the history of his time at the Bruins in elimination games, Brad Marchand shows up. So if I'm playing any player props, I'm looking at Marchand. All right. Uh, it's a huge game seven here today. Huge game seven tomorrow. We'll detail the more of the Celtics game in our bets uh, tomorrow on the show. Um, Red Sox win last night. They score a bunch of runs. Yeah. Finally, we're doing this early Saturday. And what I'm realizing now is that this early, there's not a lot of player prop stuff for baseball games at 4.30 in the afternoon. So I I will just, it's not up now. Maybe it'll be up when you're listening to this. I would want to look at the under on Rich Hill outs today. Rich Hill is starting, coming off a week-long injury. They've already protected him, you know, a bunch here. He's not making, he's not getting 15 outs. So if they, if they put this at 15 outs today for Rich Hill on DraftKings, I am for sure, for sure, betting the under on a number of outs for Rich Hill. And it's not even like I think he's going to get blown out. It's that they're protecting him. It, and it's a bullpen game tomorrow, so he's not going to go deep in this game. That's my only baseball thought. Any Sox Rangers this afternoon, Sean? Uh, yeah, I like the Sox. I, I think their offense yeah. is starting to get going. La- yesterday, I-, I thought Texas would be like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna take this early and then kind of hold on to a lead. That did not happen. The Red Sox really kind of they scored one in the I think it was the third inning yesterday, uh, and then kind of held that and then just poured it on late. Uh, to get that 7-1 win. I, I think they're just going to start pouring it on early. I think the offense, you're finally starting to see them finally. get going. I know, finally. right? It took it took a month and a half to get there, but we're there, and I think you're going to see that continue today. All right, so the all-Boston parlay here. I, I just pulled it up on the DK app, and I put it together quickly. Maybe there's a better way to do this, but are you advising people Celtics money line minus 210, Bruins money line plus 120, it's a 224 plus 224 is the odds I get here. Probably shop around and get better odds. So a yep. $20 bet would return you 75 bucks, basically on the all Boston parlay. Are you advising your clients of the Prince of the Pucks uh, parlay? Is this a play for you? Yeah, I'm going to sprinkle a little on this because okay. I really like both. I really like if I'm going to. So here's the thing in my head, right? I'm already placing full unit bets on Bruins money line and Celtics money line. If I yep. like both money lines, I might as well just dibble dabble in a little bit of a parlay because then I can kind of. Did you say? Did you say dibble dabble? Dibble dabble, yeah, a little dibble dabble. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not out here. I'm not throwing a full unit on this puppy. It probably will be like a quarter unit that I'm going to toss on this parlay. But it's just a little extra cheddar to add to your bank. If at the end of the day your convictions are right, and when you are. When you have those strong convictions, you want to back them up because you don't want to be kicking yourself in the ass after the fact, being like, "Well, I should have made this play." So I, I, I will definitely put a little, uh, little sprinkle on that um, game seven Bruins and Celtics parlay. All right, if you're playing the All Boston parlay or you're betting the Bruins today, betting the Celtics tomorrow, let us know on Twitter uh, what you're betting at BetQL Boston. Please follow if you could BetQL Boston. I mentioned yesterday's show. I would have some PGA stuff. I'm realizing now that. By the time you hear this, uh, the final round will have gone off, so some of these odds might be a little bit different. But all these players will tee off, I think, after 12, 12, 30, 1 o'clock. Uh, and the three guys in the 20-to-1 range today, if, you're, if you can live bet this anywhere in the 20-to-1 range, uh, again, pizza money, dibble-dabble, as Chris Schein would say. Absolutely. K.H. Lee is 25-to-1. Uh, Charles Schwartzel is 22-to-1. And uh, Mito Pereira is 35-to-1. All guys who I will have 
a couple of bucks on at major odds, only a couple of shots off to leave. All guys who did not putt well in round two, and I won't get into the secret sauce right now, but I developed a pretty good weekend betting method in the PGA Tour looking at the stats they provide of guys who are playing well but not putting well. Doesn't always work, but at 25-1, to 22-1, to 1, and 35-1 to 1 on Lee, Schwartzel, and Pereira, those are three guys. And I think they're giving away money on DJ. Uh, this might be gone by the time you hear this, but Dustin Johnson to finish top 20 is plus 150, and that's basically like a free wow. bet to me. So I'll have that to try to uh, cover some of the mistakes that I make. But pretty good tournament at Byron Nelson. Won't be great timing when you hear this, but I did want to sprinkle that in. So, okay. Shine, let's go back to the NHL real quick, Please. the bonus picks. We focus on Boston sports here on Boston, uh, BetQL Boston, but we have two other game sevens. Yep. Uh, I need some game seven action. So yeah. Bruins money line and the over. We know where you lean there. Give us thoughts on the other two game sevens in a crazy day. By the way, seven game sevens in three days in sports, which is awesome. That's pretty good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. This is this is exactly what we want in the playoffs. It's we oh. did, the method of getting to the game sevens necessarily hasn't been to uh, exactly what the hockey fans have wanted. Right? They 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 haven't gotten many overtime games. They haven't gotten a lot of that playoff hockey feel. But they're getting high scoring games and they're getting game sevens. So I take that as a win. And like I said, high scoring games. I'm going over six and a half in Toronto and Tampa Bay. This series yep. has just been lighting it up with goals. They have they have covered this number, six and a half, every game since game one. Game one was one five nothing. And since then, it's been five to three, five to two, seven to three, four to three, four to three. I think it's going to be a close game. So if you're looking to bet either of these teams, I don't have a strong conviction uh, on either one. I, I think I lean towards the Lightning just because they've been there, done that, and Vasilevsky yep. is awesome in Game 7s. Um, but I, I'm, I don't have a conviction really either way. I just I, I very much have a conviction on the over. I just recommend staying away from a favorite's puck line, right? I think uh, the, Maple, or, yeah, the Maple Leafs are the favorite puck line at minus 1.5 for plus 184. I stay yep. away from that. I think in a Game 7, you've seen it. Game 6 and Game 5, it's been a one-goal game. I think you probably get something similar. I think this could be... One of the overtime games, which I believe is also a prop that uh, some places will offer, is that Ooh. the game goes to overtime. So in the three-way the three way money line, you can play for a tie, which means the game goes to overtime. That's plus 330. So if you're looking for just, you know, just want to toss a little sprinkle in on something that's got some value to it, I think this could be the opportunity. I think this is going to be a hard-fought game with a lot of goals scored uh, because these are two fast, strong teams. Uh, so I'm going to go my, – my big play is over 6.5 in Toronto yep. and Tampa, and then I'm also going to sprinkle a little bit on the uh, plus 330 tie so the game goes into overtime. Anything else in the other game, or are those your two hockey plays today? Uh, those are my those are my two hockey plays. I just I don't have a great feel for this Edmonton LA game. Uh, I tried betting it last week, I think right around game three, and I did not fare well. Uh, I was, <laughs> it was I went for the over because the the last two games the Oilers had scored six and eight. Uh, so it was game four, and then they came out and laid an egg. And so I just – maybe it's just because I don't watch these teams enough because they're out west and the games are on super late and I get up super early. Um, but I just don't have a great feel for that game. So I'm just going to stay away. I'm going to watch it tonight and enjoy it. Prince of Puck says Bruins money line and the over. I'm in on the over. Uh, we need you guys to help us out. We're here on a Saturday morning. I got Little League in like 20 minutes Ooh. here. I got three uh, soccer and two Little League games today. and Dick's Sporting Goods mixed in. So we got a busy day here. Dad of the year. We do this first for you. Uh, we need you to subscribe to the podcast. It's that simple. It's BQL Boston. Subscribe on the Odyssey app. You just search us there. Hits the subscribe button. It's an orange button right there on the app. It pops up when a new episode's there. Go to iTunes and subscribe. Again, BQL Boston. 
and Spotify, Shime, you say it is there ready to subscribe to, correct? Correct. It is on Spotify. You can hit the follow button. That'll slide right into your account every single day. All right, folks. Enjoy the game seven. First to two back on Sunday for all things Celtics. Let us know what you're betting at BetQL Boston. Shime time. Go get them, Prince of Pucks. Hey, let's get it, baby.